Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show has started. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, man. Um, new Chubstep. Uh, how you been doing? How was the last week? It's been a long time. Yeah, I guess it has. Oh. Uh, it's okay. I went to Fogo de Chao this weekend. Yeah, Yeah, I got some snaps from you. You did? Yeah. Oh, man. You, you, know, you really don't remember that? The old fashions were, <laughs> were flowing that night. I think you were laying in a bed at the time you were sending me snaps. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, the food was really good. It is. Yeah. What's up with you? That's it? You, yeah. yeah. Well. I mean, stuff. Yeah. Stuff's happened, but we'll talk about it. I will it. say that we did predict it being a good game on the super we, we recorded before the last super bowl and we said in our second projection i, I said this was going to be a flaw we <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be able to talk about this no, no it's a good thing because in our in our projection we said that it's going to be a good game and it was so there we go we'll end it there you guys can hear the rest of how we thought the game was before the game happened uh on last week's show right go um, download so, it <laughs> you would download it uh so anyway uh okay let's see here so Big thing, uh, before we get started, ticket giveaway at Chubstep Podcast right I now. I think i seen something on yeah. Twitter, Yeah, that but was, it was uh, like 10 minutes before you got here, so I didn't really look into it. But fine, hey, hey, hey. Well, here's the deal, Pat. Um, we got a, from fan of the show, Jonathan Issa, John Issa, uh, Gisa, he Gisa. donated those uh, four tickets to the Laugh Factory wow. so people can, um, yeah, retweet uh, the Chubstep Podcast Thanks, thing man. and then get some of that. So anyway, here's the deal. Uh, a lot of stuff's happened in the last week, and a lot of stuff has not happened. So here's the stuff that has happened. Uh, I went bowling, okay? So How'd you do? I did okay, but then I actually ended up losing to both my... It was a big family. It had some family from out of town, so we got a big... There was like 20 of us that went bowling together. And uh, I bowled the 115. I was like, yeah, it's okay, right? That's Dude, decent. if I, if I like, scratch 100, I'm jumping for yeah. joy when I go bowling. So I was like, 115, like, ah, oh, it's decent. You know, it's like, it's like an okay day for me. I'm like, I'm not upset about that at all. Then my aunt, both my aunts... Uh, both bowled like 140 something and 150 something, you know and what? I was like, "Bowling's like that generation's game, though." Yeah, yeah. I have they... aunts and uncles in my family who have um, the wrist guards, yeah, and they go bowling. <laughs> yeah. I would never even think of buying one of those. Yeah. So, because you have very strong wrists. Yeah. Yeah. I, I use these wrists. They're, yes, they're very do. strong. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, totally. So, but still, you know, so I, I felt good about my score until I lost in a sport to. Uh, both mans, but shout out to them. Respectable, so, yeah. respect. You know, I think it's much respect different. The if respect the game. You had a ton of gutter balls, and you didn't even scratch the surface of a hundred. Then yeah. that's kind of like, well, yeah, you don't do this at all. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I give them their respect. The respect to do. You know, to so do that. But here's the deal: I wear a size 15 shoe. Um, people that don't know that, 
that's the fact. So if you go to places to rent shoes, um, they have very limited selections of the higher number shoes, right? So you're gonna blame it on the on the kicks? No, I'm not gonna blame it on the kicks. Bad Here's what biscuits. I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say. I think I've worn the same pair of those size 15 shoes every single time I've been in there. I think they have one. You go to the pair same bowling alley every time. Well, most times I go to the same place, and I don't go bowling that often. Maybe you know two times a year. You know, at if the most, that. if that. So at the same place. And I've noticed the shoes have been the same every time. And everybody else that I see, you know, the, my family group had these, like, shoes that looked much different. And mine are these old, like, literally the heel was half fallen off. Well, you're like, the size just, 15. They probably have one from, like, saying. 15 years exactly, ago. Exactly, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So I think I've been wearing the same gross shoe for the past, you know, <laughs> 10 <gross> years. shoe. <laughs> 10 years that I've gone there. And uh, They don't need to replace them. They well, they do need to replace them because it's, it's embarrassing. Why? Because get... one person every two weeks needs them? <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, exactly. So, anyway, whatever. But, uh, you know, a little crazy. A little crazy. Uh, bowling, that's kind of fun. I went snowboarding. Also, uh, it's, weather's getting pretty warm. It's been crazy winter yeah, this year. It's still, I, I, you know what I hate in the morning is having to get all the ice off my windows. Yes, not happened at all this year. No, it does for me. How is it? What do you mean? I have to. I, I had to scrape this morning. It was fifty well, this degrees morning, in the afternoon. This morning, but yeah, in this general, morning. compared to most years, like how many times have you no, have so you brushed snow like, off your car? I, okay, I get what you're saying. Yes. It's been like yes. every other year. It seems like yeah. we have one really bad year, mm-hmm. and then we have a year where it's not that bad. Yeah, I'm not a fan of snow either. Yeah, well, I think then, people who like snow have something wrong with them. Well, I like snow. I, I like I, no, no. no. I, yes. If you like snow, okay, you either one. Have nowhere to go. Okay. <laughs> or two, you don't have to take care of it. Okay. Um, well, for me, I I would like if it's cold, I would like there to be snow. I wouldn't necessarily maybe on prefer... Christmas morning. No, like if it's like right now, it's like cold. Like I can't do anything outside. It might as well be snowing. It looks cool. What? It's to me. That's that my makes opinion. Traffic worse. Not for me. Just drive through. No. Winter snow tires. Everybody gets snow tires. It makes the ground all soggy. I'm all right with that. We're boots, man. <sighs> I don't know. I, I it looks better. That's the other thing. You gotta buy a special shoe. Yeah, I already have the shoe. It's a one time purchase for a long time. I had the shoes. It's they like were, the bowling alley shoes. The, the shoes, the snow boots are like super expensive too. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we can hook Pat up on a good deal, guys. We'll start a little Kickstarter form yeah. or something like that. So, uh, anyway, uh, so I I actually do like the snow if it's if it's cold out. If it's not cold, then you know it doesn't make any sense. It can't snow anyway. So there you go. Um, but it's been a weird winter. It's not so a lot. It has iced up yeah, a few times. You, you go yeah. snowboarding too. So yeah. I well, I like different. snow activities. I like snow activities. Yeah. Um, but, uh, here's another thing, Pat, I was thinking here, uh, we were talking about the news type stuff, right? And how you see a lot of stuff in the new, and like kind of just people report kind of how they want to report and which is why I re- recommended everybody the, uh, documentary, fantastic lies, the ESPN 30 for 30. Everybody should check that out. Really good about the uh, Duke lacrosse scandal a couple years, like 10 years ago. Right. Um, Everybody should watch that. But here's another little thing. Robin Williams, you know when he died, right? I remember, yes. Yes. Committed suicide. Remember about that? Do you know anything other than that about all Robin Williams things? Well, he he had more than depression. He found out that he had some form of dementia, right? Yes. Okay, okay. You knew that. I feel like a lot of people didn't know that. Oh, no. Okay, so he had... It's unfortunate that the... The subject line sells, and then people don't really read yeah into read it. into it. So he had Lewy body dementia, and basically it was something that uh, like doctors say that if he were still alive now, had he not killed himself, he would already be dead by now. 
like you know and that was whenever that happened a couple of years ago you know two years ago um so it would have killed him that fast and they don't know if it was something he like preemptively killed himself because he knew he was going to die from this or if the dementia caused him to do it um they don't know you know they can't get an answer to that but um I feel like that's a just kind of crazy. They leave that kind of stuff out of a lot of the stories. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind um, of the key factor. It is. It's a very key factor. It's a very key factor. But uh, just a little, uh, not a fun fact. No. <laughs> not a fun fact, but a fact, nonetheless. So um, I thought we'd switch to music here, Pat. I'd like to talk I mean, about music. Yeah, Pat likes music. Um, I was wondering what was the because I have a certain moment in time that started my like of the type of music I like a lot now. But do you have a certain like time or certain like what, what were the things I, that led up to you? Instances. Yeah. So like what go through what were some uh, of those that led to your music? When I was a kid, music? my grandparents loved Elvis. Okay. So I grew up on Elvis. Yeah. Went to Graceland. I did all that. I had this Elvis clock with the uh, shaking hips. Yep. Had the books. Read the books. Big in the Elvis. And then after a while, it was like. Who, who we were talking to Carlos about music? Yeah, like things kind of like they always stay important, but they kind of go away to you, mm-hmm. and then new things come up. So I was in the radio, or I was in the car, and I heard a Nirvana song for the first time, and I really just I don't know, I liked the melody, whatever you want to say about it, and I started playing guitar. And then I could say one other instance, I saw that Velvet Revolver music video, Ooh. and I, it was instantly like, this guy Slash is the coolest guy ever, mm-hmm. and that just led into all the Guns N' Roses yes. and all the rock music. So I'd say those were like the three moments for me. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. Um, for me, I was watching an episode of CSI. Okay. Um, and then I, I looked up to see what episode I was watching, and it was season one, episode three, so early CSI, and this is the original CSI. And there was a scene, This whole the whole episode was about this, if I remember this right, again, this has been a long time since I've seen it, but basically this... Explain as you would a child. This uh, girl gets hit by a car. This little girl gets hit by a car, um, like on the street, and it was like a hit and run. And then they're able to find out by stuff that's left on the ground, like who owned the car basically. And so they track it down to this older guy and he says, oh yeah, I did it. It was an accident. You know, like I, you know, I should have turned myself in all this stuff. Then they go in the car, they turn on the radio in the car or they, they turn on the car and the CD starts playing and it's a most deaf song and it's the most deaf song called mathematics. Now, Yassine Bay at the end of our, uh, at the end of all of our episodes, uh, that's Yassine Bay saying, uh, peace. This is Yassine. Peace. Anyway. This is Yassine. So, uh, they play the song, and then that's when they find out that it wasn't the grandpa that was driving, but like his grandson, because they're like, "Oh, you'd want to be listening to most F." Right. It wasn't you driving, so he was trying to cover up for his grandson so that his grandson didn't go to jail. So that was kind of the first time I'd heard that type of music, or at least it resonated with me, and that's kind of what started my like, like of like hip hop and that kind of stuff. So I just kind of thought it was, you know, you had your moments. Right. It's kind of interesting just yeah, kind of I, to lead yeah, to we that could, kind we of thing. We could sit here and talk for hours about different moments that led to different things. Yeah. But yeah. It was a big one. Uh, did you watch the Grammys? I watched uh, little pieces of the Grammys. I, I just think the Grammys suck. Yeah. I try not to watch them. <laughs> Everything yesterday was about, and, you know, I, I don't want to copy from Barstool. Do you yeah. follow Barstool? I, I, I like it. some Barstool stuff. Yeah, I, definitely I love Barstool. Yep. Yeah. There's a really funny article about Beyonce, how she's. Um, has she surpassed as the most insufferable douchebag <laughs> over LeBron James? <laughs> it's just like it, her thing was just way too long, and I, I just thought the vibe was really weird. 
I didn't see it, but all I heard was bad things, like people at work complaining about what she was doing. The kind of music I like isn't really represented. And so a band, Megadeth, who I like, they actually won a Grammy. Oh. And when they (laughs) they got announced, they played a Metallica song. (laughs) There's a whole little background about how the lead singer and guitar player in Megadeth got kicked out of Metallica. So that was like the worst band they could have played. Because they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. They don't... That genre of music is just like not important. Yeah. Because it doesn't sell anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the popular. And then there was that whole conspiracy with the Metallica Lady Gaga thing. I don't know about that. The Metallica lead singer's microphone during her performance, Mm -hmm. it wasn't turned on. So he was singing and you're literally not hearing anything. And so him and Lady Gaga were splitting verses. And then she starts singing and it was there. Uh. It was like, how do you mess that up? (laughs) Yeah. Man, I've at the Grammys. Yes, no, I, I, Pat, I've been to, I've been to video, like I've been to television events where they had like mistakes with the projector and stuff like that. You know, like where people it's that like you all have tech one people, job, yeah. you can't do that. No, you would think that you would think that people in the in the audio world would know how to, right. you know, rig something. It's the Grammys like that. turn yes. the mic on. Yeah, <laughs> you would think they would have that figured out. At least backups if one thing wasn't working, that kind of stuff. Um, one more thing, Metallica coming to Chicago. It was announced today. Yeah, super pumped. That's yep. the Soldier Field concert this summer. Can't wait. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then you're also going to go see Guns N' Roses and United Arab. I'm thinking about <laughs> Minneapolis. <laughs> United Arab Emirates. I have to take off work. I have two jobs in the summer. I have to miss yep. both of them. Yeah, that would. Yeah, that's a. Du- yeah, exactly. And the other show is in St. Louis, and I'd have to miss both, like either one. But th- that's my only chance. I got pretty turned up at a wedding in St. Louis. Yeah, now, there's rumors of them coming back, so I'm kind of just you know got trying my poker to wait face on with the yeah. the fan forums right now. <laughs> when when would that be? Uh, probably the winter. They're pretty booked till then. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. So sometime in this next year, the Guns N' Roses will be. I'm hoping playing there's again. mysterious billboards popping up again, which they did last time. So, yes. Not over here, but. Uh, there's billboards popping up in Los Angeles, and they don't have any scheduled shows there. Yeah. Pat, I was thinking about uh, what we talked, like, last week. I didn't have a good answer for who I would like to see at a super, uh, uh, you know, a future halftime performance. And I don't you think... You said Adele. I said, well, I said maybe Adele. Yeah, and I, wasn't I still, confident. I don't I wasn't confident. I wasn't super confident. I, I, really I just thought don't she understand was, your I don't really listen to her music, but it, I think so she's why, a good singer. Is, yeah. I think she's a good singer. That's it. Here's the deal. I was thinking about more like it. I would like to see Jack White perform the halftime show and i think he's maybe not big enough right but i feel that's a guy that i like i like a lot and um the thing about him too is he has two previous bands so he's just like a solo act now yeah you know so he could play the white stripe stuff and people would get that but i don't know if people really like follow his solo stuff as much as they did yeah he's definitely a little more indie now than he was before i Um, I have his last album on vinyl i liked it blunderbuss is that the one uh i don't know it had lazaretto yeah. on it yeah that's okay. yeah. so i would that would be somebody that would be like he actually could... he actually really pissed me off <laughs> what did he do his vinyl he set it up backwards so you have to put the machine on backwards <laughs> on and then play it. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i'm playing it and it's the same song over and over again and i'm like what is going on here I... it's playing backwards <laughs> <laughs> i've been i've been to his uh his studio in nashville yeah and it's cool they have a nice little like uh that would thing be there. cool if he played yeah, that would. yeah. Um, I think that would be somebody. But, you know, I don't think that would happen. But I, that's just kind of what I was thinking. Um, also, I also saw, oh, 
so a while ago we got uh, an email from uh, Frequently Flaccid, who we also got another email here today. We're gonna Frequently listen. Flaccid. We're gonna have to read it a little it's bit. One of my so favorites. he was talking about uh, assuming he, but uh, anyway, he was talking about our favorite. What do we like? Sandwich wise, the sandwich places, right? Jimmy John's, yeah, uh, I remember Jersey that conversation. Mike's. So I had I had not had a lot of experience with Jersey Mike's. Did you give it a go? I recently went and saw Nick Russo uh, last week, friend of the show, Nick Russo, and I. He's like he used to work at Jersey Mike's, so I'm like I'm gonna go to Jersey Mike's on the way. What should I get? I got the Chipotle cheesesteak from Jersey Mike's. It's a hot sandwich. Sounds good. And I got the provolone cheese on there. And then the red pepper relish, which was really good. Interesting. On top of that, and uh, that sandwich was really solid, really really solid sandwich. It would it moves it up. It's definitely in you know it's we were talking about oh it's probably tied with like um pot it was Potbelly's, Jersey Mike's, Subway, and Jimmy John's, and we had them rated Potbelly's and Jersey Mike's at the top. Right. And then I think it was Jimmy Jimmy John's, John's and then Subway. Subway. Yeah. And I think I would now put Jersey Mike's. That that sandwich was solid. Really, it number one had, slot off one sandwich. It was a solid sandwich because I what I'm saying is now now I'm more hopeful for Jersey Mike. I want to try more stuff from there, and it, it could easily slide you, up. To I think you one. got a kiss on the first date. And now you think you're getting married. <laughs> I'm in love with the Chinese. I, might be a little preemptive. Yeah. Can I wear protection? It's but you know what I'm I'm hopeful, bet I'm hopeful. You got to find yeah. out about the whole selection. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so um, here's another thing. Uh, 670 the score. Uh, as you know, uh, basically it's the only uh, sports talk show that I get in my all car. Sports. Now. It's all sports. It's a Chicago radio show for, the for those most who don't part. know. Yes. I, God, I was just talking about how, how bad so many radio DJs are. I'm all about me, baby. I guess they're not DJs because they're not spinning any music. But here's the deal. I, I just sometimes I just I'm like how are these guys professionals and some of the stuff they do some like this guy called in and he were they were talking about the Super Bowl for performance and they somebody asked he was looking for comparisons of what Tom Brady's um, what Tom Brady's performance was like in the Super Bowl and some guy called in it was and, like Keanu Reeves and the replacements well so what's up with you know, this Shane guy, Falco you're you're actually down the right track and somebody called in and said. Um, the, the main guy from The Longest Yard. So in, in the newest one, it was Adam Sandler. And they were losing, <laughs> they're losing, you know, they're losing by a bunch, <laughs> you know, and then like at the halftime, and like the guy tells them, um, Burt Reynolds, or not Burt Reynolds, whoever the head of the. But uh, this is Tom Brady. I know, I know. But he's a poster boy. Exactly. But so anyway, the guy, it wasn't a great comparison, but but all all the the host said is no. And no. then no. And then he like was hung it up Bernstein? on the guy. I don't know who it was. I honestly don't know who it was. It was a guy by himself. I don't think it was Bernstein. Oh. It was somebody else. But um, what it, time was this at? This was like right around when I got up. It was either between five. It was somewhere between five and seven. There's so two different Lawrence shows. Holmes? Well, there's. It might have been Lawrence Holmes. Yeah. I'll have to check. But it was like no like response. No like. Oh, that's you know that's not you know it's not bad. But you know. And then okay. Then he he couldn't he didn't go like through. okay. So if he's Tom Brady, then who are the other characters? Like you know who's Julian Edelman and who's the you know like right. you could you could do you could play with stuff a little bit instead of just like no and then I'm gonna move on. I just to me it's just like I don't know like <laughs> I just, to me I think it's just, they gotta play a part though. You, you know, I've personally seen that guy at a bar where yeah. they did a live show, yeah. and he was not to me, but to everyone, super nice guy. Yeah. Took selfies. Yeah. You know, it, well, like, I'm not sure if this is Lawrence Holmes. It might have been somebody subbing in for you know but who still, knows. They okay. gotta play a part. Yeah. 
What do you mean they have to play? You have to like, say they can't just agree to be nice with them. No, no, not agree. But I'm saying you can like you you play like I don't know. You have to like it's a little give and take. Like I mean, like they're somebody's calling in. They're spending their time to call you. You have to at least give them something. Like at least All tease right, the so idea. Unless they were short tease on the time, idea. at least yes. like give a response. At least say well, no. not a great like not yeah. great or you know well like, cut them off. I don't really see that. We were talking about yeah. Tom Brady. Yes, exactly. And you were talking about Adam Sandler. It was yeah, fictional character. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. It was like literally just no, and then I'm moving on. It was just like, <laughs> come on, like what are you doing? Yeah. Um, Is anyone screening these calls? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Bird up. Um, speaking of sports type stuff, Terrell Owens not get in the Hall of Fame. You were upset about it last year. I just think it's bonkers. Yeah. How do you not put him in? Um, he, he he had to have pissed off a majority of the writers somehow, calling him out for not getting in. Or there's no reason he doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame. I agree. No with that. reason. Yeah, he's yeah. a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, first ballot. But you know what? Chris Carter was a first ballot Hall of Famer. It took him like three or four years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I I don't get it. There's some sort of method behind it, or I don't know if it's just you know a big boys club where they yeah. all like get together and like oh you know he was a really good guy and then he was a really good player so mm-hmm. we gotta kind of mix and match the two. I don't know. Yeah, Hall of Fame has a little bit more meaning than obviously a lot more meaning than like a Pro Bowl. But we were talking before like we actually had to take this out because it was in the middle of a call. But um, we were talking about how like players get in so many all-star games or pro bowls and they talk about that like when they talk about like them getting in the hall of fame like he's a you know 10-time pro bowler he's a 10-time all-star right. and this kind of thing but nobody actually cares like the games when they play those games nobody watches those all-star games or pro bowl games or those kind of things it's so weird how like not as much as they used to but, but the pro bowl has never really been popular but it's weird that but they always put that on like on their well, like it's resume like saying, right it's like when you're in high school you're like all conference yeah you know yeah you get in the newspaper. Yep. Yeah, that's a good point. But there's not an actual game, you no. know. But and it's just weird that like they put so much like meaning to it when they're talking about like kind of the resume, like why they would get in the Hall of Fame or that kind of thing. And then because he was on a Pro Bowl. But then like, you look at it, it's like nobody even watched yeah. the Pro Bowl. I know it's just more of the meaning that they voted you into that stuff. But it just it's just a weird kind of double standard of like. It's like so he was a fan favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, you know. Just yeah. The the leak liked him. Yep. Just kind of a weird a weird thing. Yeah. So. um yeah, some good stuff there. Some good stuff. I got some. Yeah, let's have some bitch what. Okay. I said bitch what. Bitch 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 what. I said bitch what. Bitch 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 what. You said bitch. Yeah. A Cheeto in the shape of Harambe sold for a hundred thousand dollars on eBay. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Is that the stupidest purchase in the history of purchases? It's a Cheeto, so it's yeah. going to deteriorate. It is going to deteriorate and go bad over time. It I... doesn't even look that much like Harambe. <laughs> <It doesn't... laughs> they it was... found like the worst, like the I most perfect picture it. to make it look like. Him. I know. I... It's a Cheeto. <laughs> They're not even the same color. It's, it looks like a flaming hot Cheeto. Are we correct about that? I think it that? is a flaming hot Cheeto. Yeah. So at least it's not a standard Cheeto. But what do you even do with this thing? Um, you would have to display it, right? I mean, if it was something worth that much, you'd have to put <laughs> hey, it bro, in like a I display box. I spent 100k box. on this Cheeto. Is anybody like I don't get, I don't get that at all. No. Who has 100k to just dish away on a Cheeto? It's like how long before it deteriorates? I think that's like the same, the th- same thing that like that uh, Saudi Arabian guy that put all bought a whole flight for his Falcons. Um, you know, the prince that just bought a whole the whole airplane flight and he put his okay, Falcons. As in dumb the plane. as that was, yeah. there's actually a purpose behind that. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's no purpose behind this. Do you think do this you think, guy's trying to be like Mr. Funny? Ha ha! Check check me out on Instagram. Look what I yeah. just bought. Um, I don't get it. There's cheaper ways to do that. But also, do you think he's going to eat it and then kill it just like Rambe died? No. It'd be an interesting way to do it, right? I no. I bet this guy's got it in a friggin' gold case on his yeah. TV stand. <laughs> or he's got like the room in, uh, what was it, the first Ted movie where that guy's got the room of all the stuff. He's like, that's Lance Armstrong's nut. Yeah. <laughs> that's the Harambe cheetah. He's probably going to keep it in a, like, a little like preserved case like um, how the guy, the hand model has it in Zoolander. Okay. When but, he, right? Yeah. And his hand has perfectly preserved. He's got to do that with this Has cheeto. this guy, did this guy ever visit the Cincinnati Zoo? We don't know Probably anything. Probably not. Does it, talk, does it say anything about the guy who purchased it? He wants to remain anonymous. Oh, good, 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 good. Do you think this guy just Even, bought it for himself? <laughs> do you think this guy selling it just bought it from himself just to get some publicity? Maybe he sold it and now he's trying to resell it. Like it has more value now. I think it's gonna have like, the you more spent time it goes on. hundred thousand dollars on yeah. a Cheeto. Yeah. It, maybe he thinks it's gonna blow up on like the media. Like this is a famous Cheeto. Yeah. And then in a year it sells Sell for one hundred one. Yeah. <laughs> I <doubt it. laughs> I think the more time goes on, less people are going to remember about Harambe, and then uh, it's going to be worth less. But maybe it's a good investment. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Pat, did you want to read this email? Sure. I'm good. All right. From frequently, fuck, I butchered that. Frequently flaccid88 at yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. Hey. This hey. Is, yeah. Good subject. Yeah. Hey, Jared, how's the weather up there? My question is, is Jeff Goldblum as weird of a guy in real life as your Jeff Goldblum movie review? Segment opening clips make him seem. What a weird guy with a lot of weird things coming out of his mouth. Please let me know because I want to know the answer, but I don't want to know badly enough to Google it for myself, so I'm asking the Goldblum Goldblum expert. Thanks. I do enjoy your intro this time more. Do you like that you like I this do. one more than the Brendan Fraser one? This one yeah. it made me laugh like the first <laughs> couple times I, I heard it. Well, he's so easy to find. It did not take me long to find those clips cuz he's just there's so many weird things that he says. Here okay, I it's actually weird. I actually don't know anybody that's met him. Um and maybe I have to talk to some more people, but uh I I will try to get a more direct source from this. But I've seen a lot of interviews with him on it. He's on Conan a lot, and uh, you can I'll pull I'll put a little clip of what he talked about on Conan here. No, you look every bit a leading man as you stand there, and in your head area, you look you look handsome and like you would have a six pack or an eighteen pack or whatever. Wait, you can tell by looking at my head area that I would have a six pack. Yeah, we just found out he's an alien. (laughs) You are handsome in your head area. (laughs) No. You are talking like someone from another planet. Pardon my phraseology. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it can be odd. Look, um, at, look at you. What? <laughs> you're, a little, you're a little attracted. That's okay. I think we're... That's okay. <laughs> it's okay, I think, when a man looks at another man and says, oh, that's an attractive man. I think that's fine. You do? Yeah. Oh, I do too. Oh. What I, happened? I, I almost choked on my Hall's cough drop. There it is. This is the weirdest interview. I'm so sorry. Basically, he's just super weird. From what from what I see, at least his persona in the public, is that he's like very strange. Like literally in this Conan interview, at one point he just takes off his watch and he's just twirling it, and then he just pops in a cough drop and chokes on it during the middle of the interview. And then, uh, like Conan says, how strange he is all the time. 
And everything I've seen, I think it's progressed more over the years where he's become more Goldblum, as he says. Um, he does refer to himself in the third person a little much. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I bet he's like a really cool guy and all, yes. but he, he, a little much on the third person. Yeah, he doesn't strike me as a, as a mean person at all, but no. I, think he's, I think he's definitely uh, got his quirks to him. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm not, I, having never met him and not meeting anybody that's met him, um, I, I can't confirm that, but from what I've seen, like just not even in movies, just personal, I've seen a lot of interviews with him. And uh, it seems like that persona that he plays in movies is fairly similar a lot of times to the character that he is. Maybe he's, that's just part of his persona, I guess you could say. But I like, I know personally, I don't like in emails to say like I all the time or me. Yes. It just makes me uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I would like if you would do this. I would yep. say something like Pat would like if you would do please this. Please let me know if it's possible yep. if you can do this. Yeah. Not like I want you to do this. Yeah. You know? Yep. It just seems like so like I think mm-hmm. you know. Yep. Yep. No, I, so I maybe agree. that's his way of doing it. Maybe just way he's doing it. Just way, you know. That's why uh that's why we're going through these movies, uh, because he's just got his own kind of weird personality to him, but it works. So, speaking of that, I think we should do a Jeff Goldblum movie review. Nice. Hi. 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 I'm Jeff Goldblum. You, you interest me strangely. You have uh, you've uh, uh, tapped into some kind of secret vein. Why would you do that to Goldblum? What's Goldblum ever done to you? What's Goldblum ever done to you? Forget the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady. Because she's sweet and like a peach, and like a juicy and sweet. You're afraid to be too Goldblum. He no. thinks if he smells Goldblum, he's going to be Goldblum. By jamming them into his pocket. I'm going to get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit. Goldblum is content. Uh, people always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? This movie was a 1993 made-for-TV movie. Showtime presents Lush Life. That's got a... I I like that. Yeah. Directed by Michael Elias. And he wrote the Steve Martin's The Jerk. He wrote that movie. And he also wrote The Frisco Kid. But he has not done anything in quite some time. So, since that. But um, this movie, like I said, made-for-TV movie, starring Forrest Whitaker. (sighs) What? I haven't talked about Forrest Whitaker. I will when you get okay, done. Okay, okay. Uh, as Buddy Chester, Jeff Goldblum. He was Al Gorky, was his name in this. Kathy Baker plays uh, Jeff Goldblum's wife, Janice. She was in uh, Edward Scissorhands. She was in uh, 13 Going on 30, Age of Adeline. Bunch of movies. Um, she's been in like 100 credits. She's been in a bunch of stuff. Plays his wife. Also, Don Cheadle is in this. Nice. Uh, for a very, very small amount of time. But he's also credited at the beginning. So, he plays Jack. So... The whole concept of this movie, Lush Life, is that um, Jeff Goldblum and Forrest Whitaker are both kind of jazz musicians. And actually, that was my favorite part of this movie was they had a constant soundtrack going out. Basically, the whole thing was just jazz music kind of just playing in like, you know, every little like transition and all this stuff. It was kind of nice. Yeah. Nice music. in the summertime. Yeah. You know, it was cold outside, but I was still enjoying it (laughs) because we had the heat on. Um, But anyway, uh, so they're going through. Forrest Whitaker plays the trumpet. Jeff Goldblum plays the sax. Of course. And... I, which That's, I've never—that that is the sexiest musician. <laughs> or, I mean, the sexiest instrument. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum is, Jeff the, sexiest Goldblum is the sexiest musician. Musician, musician yeah. You're right. um, but he usually plays piano in a lot of things. But he did not play piano in this. Um, but anyway, 
Uh, basically, the two of them are good friends, and Jeff Goldblum uh, has a lot of trouble with his wife. Um, and by trouble with his wife, I mean he cheats on her a lot. Um, but uh, there was a really uh, aggressive, a lot of aggressive Jeff Goldblum scenes in this. Um, anyway, because of the implication, they uh, they oh find out Force Whitaker finds out that he has a brain tumor. And speaking of brain tumor stuff, uh, the I go to a golf outing every year that sponsors uh, the American Brain Tumor Association (ABTA), and that is through Paul Fabry. Uh, org, so people can go there and donate, to, or just donate to the American Brain Tumor Association. But every year, I do a big thing that raises a bunch of money for that. Um, so, uh, yeah, Force Whitaker finds out he's a brain tumor. Those are pretty lethal most of the time, and so they kind of want to get one big like, "Hey, let's get all of our friends that are good musicians. Let's just throw a big party." So that's kind of the concept of this thing. Uh, very little bit. That's kind of more of the second half of the story, but the first half is kind of just establishing that. Um, so wait, is it a party or a concert? It's it's a well, so they get all these musicians that are their friends are the musicians. So it's it's a concert, it's it's a party, but the musicians that are kind of guests are also playing at the part of it, and then they're kind of enjoying the other part. So it's kind of both. It's a it's a both. It's both. So um, this movie was actually I honestly enjoy this movie quite. A bit. I was really surprised by this. It was like a made-for-TV movie from the 1990s, based on my Brendan Fraser uh, history that I had watched a lot Sounds of these. Right up your alley. I was uh, I was not looking forward to going sitting through this, <laughs> um, but I toughed it out for you guys. You're welcome. Lush Life, kind of a little hidden gem. I'd say it's not a phenomenal movie, but I'd honestly put this as like I actually sat down like it's not the movie I, like want to watch again, right? But it's like it's a good, one time's enough. One time's enough, but like I like it's good. Like I'd be like, okay, that's a good movie. I'd watch, you know, like I could I. It was never like looking at how much time is left in this or being like that. Like it was like enjoyable. Um, Forrest and Jeff Goldblum were good together. That was actually, it was kind of a random combo, but um, they worked well. Yeah. I actually don't have a problem with Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. For some reason, a different face came. You were head. thinking of somebody else? I was. <laughs> he has a pretty recognizable face. Yeah. Um, one of my, one of my favorite songs is called uh, Forrest Whitaker. It's called Forrest Whitaker. It's by brother Ali, but I'll move on from that. So, uh, the two of them are good together. Jeff Goldblum is very artsy in this. He's very like a musician, like, man, I just got, you know, I can't think about this business, man. Like, just got <laughs> Goldblum. Yeah, very Goldblum. But Jeff Goldblum. Uh, but just, yeah, very kind of jazzy, like, yeah, let's see. Like, but it was good. It was good. Um, I enjoyed it. I would give this, I would actually give this a Jeff Goldblum. I'll give this a top tier uh, Jeff Goldblum movie. Nice. Yeah. But I was not expecting it. This was kind of the ones you're, you know, you kind of hope for as you're going through the list. So uh, I'd recommend it. Do you understand the concept? Of the Tooth Fairy. So, a little deep, go a little, little in-depth here. And uh, I thought about how, how time, how time limits are a lot of the time, like a lot of the, have a lot to do with how we deal with things. So, like, let me put this in a different phrase for you, Pat. So, if I was, if I was holding your head underwater, right? <laughs> okay. And I said, I'm going to hold your head underwater for 60 seconds. I don't think I'd bank it. Well, I, okay, let's say 30 seconds, right? You would be like, okay, it would suck, but you could survive. But what if I just said, I'm going to hold your head down underwater until I decide that I'm going to let you up? You would freak out a lot more. Why are you doing this? This is a metaphor, Pat. <laughs> Listen to this. Okay, right. You know what I'm saying? So yep. if you knew a certain amount of time, it was, it was only going to be 30 seconds, and then right. you're up, you're good. Yeah. But if you don't know, then you have a lot more issue. You have a lot more kind of stress about it, that kind of thing. 
there's a lot. I think that it, I think that translates very much into like just people dealing with things in general. Like I'll give you an example for me. Um, like right now I'm living at home, which I enjoy. I, you know, I don't, I don't mind living at home at all, but I know I right now have a plan that in a year I'll be buying a house. And that's kind of like my goal a year from now, I'll be doing that. So I kind of know like, um, that I have to go through this amount of time for that. And it makes it easier just be like, okay, yeah, in a year I'll have the stuff, whether I make that goal or not. It's kind of like, right. I have a set time of like, okay, now I, yeah, I deal with this. But if somebody's like, let's make situations actually like tough. Like somebody's like, I can't pay my bills and all this kind of stuff. And you don't know ever when you're going to make more money again. If you know, okay, I'm getting a raise in, you know, two months then I can just be okay with having this big debt for now. But if you're like, I don't know if I'm ever going to get a raise, I don't know if I'm going to lose my job, this kind of stuff, um, that makes it a huge difference. It's a huge difference. I think it's kind of interesting how like, if you have that kind of mentality of at least like a set time of like, this is when I have this, it makes it a lot easier than just kind of like doing that kind of thing. It was just kind of, just some thought, just some thought out there, Pat. I've been doing um, treadmill stuff. Yeah. So I have in my head, um, well, I know how, f- what time it's going to be yeah. when I reach when I'm done. Yeah. So just like, you know, oh, only two more minutes. Yeah. You know, you could do anything you want for two minutes. Exactly. And you yeah. could push through it for that amount of time. Yeah. But if you were just like, yeah, even just, this is, yeah, this is a more basic one. But yeah, exactly. If you were just right. running on the treadmill, you kind of like, you probably wouldn't push yourself as far. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you were just kind of right. waiting it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, we will go through here with some Tanzania news. Nice. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure. The scientists claim that these patients are now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. From Tanzania? Yes, I am. Tanzania tourist guide charged over twisted translation. So a Tanzanian tourist guide has been charged in court with breaching cybercrime legislation after he wrongly translated a tourist comment in a video he put on Facebook. So basically there was this, (laughs) he was a tour guide. There was this uh, white lady with him. I think she was from America. Um, Just a generic white person. Uh, was there with him, and she was in Tanzania, and she was saying stuff, and he was translating into Swahili, and he was translating it into, like, things that she didn't actually say. On purpose? So, to all of his Facebook friends, and oh. they would post it. So it would be like her saying something. So this oh. is this is the exact translation here. So this is her saying this. Hi, my visit to Tanzania has been beautiful and gorgeous. The people are fabulously wonderful and friendly. Greetings are always Jambo, which is the Swahili, Jambo. The, the Swahili equivalent of hello. Um, people to be, uh, happy to be here. The land is beautiful, beautiful. The animals are wonderful. So what he then, so she says that in English and he says in Tanzanian or in Swahili, he says, you Tanzanians complain, cry (laughs) a lot about hunger every day. You cry about hunger when you have flowers at home. Why don't you boil the flowers and drink them? (laughs) It is not good to cry, complain about hunger. And then she says, the variety of animals and people you see is incredible. Unlike anywhere else, it is just fabulous. Then he says, you were asking your president to cook for you. <laughs> Do you think your president is a cook? Can you get busy, even boil your clothing and eat? And then the last thing she says, it will be an experience to savor for all your life. It is fantastic and beautiful and incredible and just unremarkable. 
And then he says, get busy in every corner of the country. The president can't leave state house to cook for you. You have to cook for yourself. So all of his friends on Facebook that don't speak English are just seeing them and, and thinking this, this lady right. is saying all this crazy stuff about Tanzania. And so anyway, what, what, what happened is that uh, some people like reposted that and some people shared it on WhatsApp, which is WhatsApp is, if you don't know this, you've even been to countries that like uh, don't have great cell service and that kind of thing. WhatsApp is huge uh, in other countries because it's a text messaging app, if you don't know. I didn't um, know. So it's huge in countries that you can just like pick up Wi-Fi and then you can message people that way and that kind of stuff instead of having to have like cell service everywhere. Yeah. Uh, they use it like when I was in Antigua, uh, they used it all the time there in India, that kind of stuff. Um, they use it like if your friends are ever traveling abroad, they'll use it a lot. So anyway, so people apparently got that and shared it in a bunch of groups. Here's the problem. There's a controversial law that allows a, allows a for a minimum fine of about $1,300 in a minimum jail term of three months for publishing false, deceptive, or misleading information on a computer system. Oh, bye-bye, bitch. <laughs> so so uh, here was the problem, though. So the woman also appears in the video saying, hi again, part two of our video. We were just playing around. Uh, Simon was being a comedian, and we're doing a little joke on Facebook. Oh. But they, so decided, they still charge him? decided to disregard that. Oh, wow. And... Uh, he Lighten is currently up. he is currently uh, in trouble right now. So uh, yeah, he remains in court, remains in police in uh, police custody. Yikes! So I like the story. It's uh, a jokey joke. <laughs> gone too joke, far. Just, just a jokey joke. Apparently, you're not such a bad mouth. But it's it's crazy just when they get. Imagine if if we had a time where people were looking at our, you know, like if we were actually getting. I. I you know, like if we could actually get jail time for something that we said right now. Obviously, there are still times like we've talked about where we think things even go too far right now where people lose their jobs and stuff like that over this. Yeah. But this is even a step f- way further than that, which is just <laughs> like a guy saying something and then getting. Right. This is like taking what's going on now to a far extreme, but it's yeah. kind of crazy. How, how much different is censorship and all other stuff, though? Yeah, we do more self-censorship. This yeah. is like the government censorship. Right. Yeah. Like, you can't even make a joke about yeah. that. Yeah, Th- This is the obvious... Even if the other experience. person was in on it. Yeah, I, in, it seems like she was. So Why, it misleads the public? <laughs> I actually thought it was pretty funny. Um, but I think this guy's probably regretting it pretty hard. Uh, that no. I would have a hard time. I just would not have a Facebook. Prison does not wouldn't sound you just great. Not have a face, wouldn't you just not have social media at that point? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's just what would be it. my end, end result. Yeah. Okay. Um, you got... Oh. Yeah, what else? You got anything else here, Pat? Uh, we missed out on the Chicago Pizza Summit. And by missed out, I mean it's sold out. Oh, okay. What is it? There's 12 different pizzas, and you get $35. You get to try each of them, and you get an old-style beer, I think it says, because it's sponsored by Old Style. Yep. Not a huge fan. Yep. But it's beer. Yeah. I've drank it. Yeah, it's okay. You know. Um, Andrew W.K. is headlining oh i like him you do? he's a random guy he's so random like does he have more than one song i don't even and know i don't mean from... to be rude no, about no. that but i literally don't know i don't know his i don't know his music at all i just see him always... he has to have more than one song I, I just remember the one song from madden years ago oh <laughs> i would i would always uh like I, I he would always comment on the vh1 like top 100 songs in the 90s that kind of stuff yeah. like so i always liked him from that he, I, I don't really he know. seems like you don't want to mess with a guy like that He's an interesting guy. Yeah. He's a very strange guy. Um, so that would be kind of fun. But he's, he's so he's performing in it, or he's just kind of the host of it? It's, it says Andrew W.K. is back. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm guessing he's going to play because he's not the host. The host is a local rapper. Yo, or no, show you suck. All one word. Yeah, I don't know what that yeah. means at all. Show you suck. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So we missed out. It sold out. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what kind of upsets me about this? Nowhere can I find who's going to be there pizza-wise. You would think that would be a big part of it. I wanted to talk about this. Yeah. I really did. Who would I... you like to see there pizza-wise in the Chicago pizza area? So uh, a couple miles from here, there's a place called Vito and Nick's. And that's like, everyone says that's the best thin style pizza around. Yeah. I've had it. I, I don't. The best is so subjective, you know. It's yeah. tough to say. Yeah. I don't know. I like pizza from everywhere. I like to try different things. I don't even think I have a favorite, to be honest with you. There's a place called um, Grisano's that has awesome pizza puffs. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I could pick like one pizza from like pizza a local puff place. Pizza puff is just a calzone. Pretty much. It's deep fried. Okay. Okay, that's the difference. Yeah, Kelsey's just like baked. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, so we missed out. We missed out. Okay. <laughs> I feel dumb for even talking about it. I probably messed up all the details, and it doesn't matter. You can't go. You can't go anyway. So it's at Wicker uh, Park's Chop Shop. So try and I don't know, pay somebody off outside. Yeah, maybe you can maybe you can try to sneak in or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so people, uh, we got some guests coming up on the shows. So. Get ready for that. Um, email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Also, review the show on iTunes. Uh, we'd like you guys to get some more likes on Facebook. Um, we have a lot more downloads than we do likes on Facebook. So let's get and, and Twitter followers. So let's get the social media presence up. Um, also, you can tweet us questions or that kind of stuff. And also, like I said, we got a giveaway coming up this week. So tell a friend about the show and tune in every Thursday. And the show's ended. And follow Pat on Bad Piece 33. <laughs> now you know you got to go. Y'all, y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? Peace. This is Yasin.